This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're with Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Hey, I wanted to um, talk to you about... What do you want to talk to me about, I want to talk about drivers' risk lives for food and chats. Now, Really? Yeah, nearly three out of four Victorian drivers admit to potentially dangerous activities while behind the wheel. A shocking new study has found, which is so, so true. 14% of women confessed to applying makeup behind the wheel, while a quarter admitted to reaching into the back seat to deal with children compared to 12% of men. Others submitted activities included electric shaving behind the wheel, killing spiders and challenging oneself to drive for as long as possible with one with one eyes closed. What? Yeah. So, you know, eating takeaway, 46% of high rate, answered to call directly to their ear, sent a text message. I mean, I'm guilty of a lot of this stuff, darling. Have you, do you put makeup on? I put makeup on all the time. I see that happening all the time too. Yeah. And then I watch them, see them in my rearview mirror and I take off mm. and you, they're still sitting there. Yeah, I use the tweezers as well. Like sometimes if I see a little hair on my mo, I'll go, okay, that's got to go. And then I get really embarrassed because people can see that I'm a hairy little Greek lady. But eating food, <laughs> I mean, I've eaten food as well, yeah. obviously. Have you ever steered with your knees? That's a typical no. one where you're trying to juggle things. I mean, no, my feet would come off the pedals. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's really, really dangerous, and apparently, it's 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 at its worst ever. So, interestingly, I was driving in country Victoria on the mm. weekend, and it was a single lane road. Yes. And I was coming one way, and a car was passing the other way. Yeah. And just was almost coming straight towards me, and I had to pull over. And, and flash my light. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's not such a good idea to yeah, I hope people steer aren't, with your knees. Yeah, I hope people are driving carefully listening to us. <laughs> we need to talk about your new um, look, darling. My I, new look? Okay, so not a new look. You, you've been away for a couple of days. I haven't seen you, which I've missed you. Mm-hmm. And um, I came oh. over the other day and you answered the door and uh, you looked completely different. I couldn't believe how different you looked just simply by getting a different haircut and your beard. Really? Redone. It you w- look so much more handsome than I've ever... Like, you looked so average before and oh. now. Like, but you've lived your whole life being so average and you get this haircut, finally you find somebody that can bring out the beautiful... But the rest of me doesn't matter. No, the rest of you, you still, it's fine, but I just can't get over how different it is. I mean, Isn't it's it, a haircut. It's I not went like to you've a, got a lot of hair on your head anyway. I went to a new barber. Remember I was telling yes. you last week, I tried this new barber. He's worth that, a fortune, but he's worth, worth it. It was worth a fortune. And I was so I, I was so sceptical. I thought, oh, this is ridiculous. I was sceptical. Too, and you were telling us about it but last I've week. But I've had it, and it, to me, I can't tell the he difference that much. But people are commenting, saying your hair looks completely different. Yeah, there's more length on the top. He's, it's like he's shaped it around your egghead. Like, a bun- <laughs> <laughs> like it's the perfect egg. So to you're, tap on. you're saying I no longer look like an egg? No, but you look really. Like, I'm really quite shocked that a barber can actually do that. You know, sometimes I was like I said, we were very skeptical, and a haircut can change someone's life. Well, I was skeptical too, but I was quite impressed. It took a long time. It yeah. took about two hours. Hours. Yeah, because I was, he was pulling his hair out with the tweezer. Yeah. So, what do you think he's done? He's just reshaped your head. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should go see him. He put my Does head he in a cheeks? vice and just you know yeah. changed now, the shape of it. You have to upkeep it though, don't you? You've got to keep going. But in. apparently, it will last longer. Oh yeah, that's so. We've it. started the clock, and we'll see how well, long. Well, he's lasts. done a brilliant job. Maybe so, we should get him on sometime. We could instead of every two weeks. I think I can go to four weeks mm. now. 
So hopefully it will. Best plastic surgeon I've ever met. Where do you get your hair cut? Do you go to I usually go to someone place? that's really expensive. My ex-girlfriend put me on to him, but I haven't been able to afford him lately. But usually I'm out of pocket $260. Wow. But I look amazing by the end of it. Why, why is it the women's <laughs> This is haircuts? a cheap $25 haircut and you can tell, you know what I'm saying? Mine was only $25 last time too. Really? Well, that, well you know what, you could tell. But why is it the women's haircuts are so much more? Is it because There's of more the hair and I've got really buffy hair, so he probably gets really shitty and thinks I'm going to put some more cash on this because uh, she's a nightmare. I've got thick, curly hair. There's a new, um, do you say cocoa or cacao? What's the difference? <laughs> I, I, I think when I try to be posh, I go cacao. Cacao? But, um, no, it's cocoa. I go cocoa. Okay, so there's a it's new... Cocoa. There's a, and I don't know why you do this, but there's a new snortable cocoa powder. Oh, my God. That promises an energy and mood boost for its consumers. <laughs> cocoa, why on earth would you do that? It's marketed as infused raw... I think it's in, raw? infused raw cacao snuff. Right. <laughs> and instructions for the product say consumers should snort the powder directly into their noses. Hey, can, can I interrupt for a minute? And this 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 makes a lot of sense. That that's what they used to do in, um, with tobacco in the 18th century, darling. You used to snuff it. That's true. Before you smoked it. So this isn't so weird. But importantly, it hasn't. It's only available in the US. It hasn't been approved by the FDA, which is the regulator over there. Right. But it's apparently available on Amazon. Right. Um, in, and in some liquor stores in the USA. So it's got caffeine um, from raw cacao, right? Uh, as well as that guarana and taurine or something. Apparently they're. Um, they were in a in a drink in the 2010 over in the US. Yeah. They were combined and people got really sick from it. So wow. Now, and the same company's now marketing going, let's, this. Let's get them more sick. But I, look, I just had a visual of going to a, to a cafe in Melbourne um, called Nostrils and just sitting at the bar and just <laughs> snorting. Cacao. Like instead of coffees. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're so used to having coffees. I'm, Why not? Yeah, I'm more worried about great. what your face will look like. a great business venture. But, Who's going to. But, Anastasia, what will your face look Who's like? Who's going to sponsor me? Brown powder all over your snout. <laughs> oh. Hey, listen, you just showed me a picture of poo-poo, it's which not, I think is really it's rude. It's not that. It's a, it's you have food. a fascination with it's, that kind of Social stuff. media has lit up across Melbourne. Mm. There's a new cafe that right. has been serving um, charcoal-activated fish and chips, fried fish and chips. You're kidding, right? So, no, I'm not. Charcoal-activated fish and chips. Charcoal-activated fish and chips. Um, and look, it, you've got to admit, the, the pic, we'll get the picture. We'll put, the, put it up on the Facebook like, page. It, it doesn't look that attractive. Well, it looks like you've gone and picked up your, your dog's <laughs> left You know what I'm talking about. And gone to the Boots restaurant on the and barbecue? go, let's, let's put this on a white plate with a bit of parsley. Thank you. That's $29. <laughs> It does look like that. Some of the comments are, um, I'm sure it tastes great, but looks very unappealing to eat. I wouldn't eat it based on that. It looks like a burnt poo on a plate. It does. It looks like a burnt poo on a plate. We'll put it on our Facebook page. Make sure you lick us and like us on Anastasia Warren. But apparently it tastes delicious, and the charcoal's meant to be good for you. I don't know what the hell Well, maybe you close your eyes and and, and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) According to a recent study, couples who drink alcohol together reported a less negative relationship quality over time, and the results were significantly greater. Oh, my God. So you drink together and you'll be happier. Absolutely. the perfect plan. It says the study found that couples over the age of 50 had Hmm. better marriages if both partners drank or if both partners abstained from drinking. Give me a drink. I'm dying. But the thing is, however, if one person in the relationship remained sober while the other drank... Couples yep. were more likely to report an unsatisfied well, marriage. So that means I'm going to have uh, one. Yeah, no, go for it. 
so that we're okay. Oh my god, that that's, makes perfect sense. <laughs> it does make perfect sense, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Oh. So, um, but obviously we don't condone we dr- we condone drinking in moderation. No, of course we don't. No, no, no. But that, that's a really interesting study, though. So you both opposite. you both have to be so on the same page. Be on the same page. You drink together, and your life is good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not this time of morning, though, Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Robbie Williams on Joy. Hey, I was reading this article the other day and I was really inspired, right, about this woman wanting to meet a stranger a week for, for the next year. That's a thought, great idea. How wonderful would it be? That that means that you would meet 52 different people in a year. Which doesn't sound that much, It really, doesn't at all. When you say it And like I wonder that. how many of those people would either end up being your lovers or your friends or whatever they are. But What do you like with strangers? You know what? I, 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 sometimes I feel like I'm more comfortable with strangers. Really? Yeah, because I go to a cafe all the time on my own and write and I find that I meet strangers all the time and I can have really deep meaningful conversations with people that don't know me because I'm less vulnerable I guess. See I'm the opposite. Oh, I'm really? more guarded with strangers. Are you? So you look it's... scared. You looked scared when you met me actually. I was the first frightened time. Yeah. when I met you. You came storming into <laughs> the studio. I was on air. <laughs> Okay, so you're a little bit, you know... Yeah, I think I like to suss out. them out first. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, once I realise that they're okay and, mm. and trustworthy, then I'll... I'm Maybe right. I should do that because I do the opposite. I'll be, like, right in there and telling them my problems. And, and you, get some, I know you do meet some interesting people along the way. I, I do, don't I? Anastasia. Like clowns offering me massages. <laughs> Can you believe it? A guy dressed like a clown offered me a massage. Did you have it? No. <laughs> I asked for his card, though. When you do a search, yes. a Google search, you're thinking you're just pulling up data, don't yeah. you? But, of course, they're collecting data. Data on you. God, I never think of that that way. And there's some results have been produced that show us what our fellow humans are thinking. Right. Now, if I said to you, Mm. is my husband blank, Mm. what would you think would be something that I would be searching in the word blank? Is my husband cheating on me? Okay, is my no. You know what the number one search result is that follows is my husband? It's, is my husband gay? Oh, no. So it turns out that wives are suspecting their husbands of being gay rather frequently. Wow. I wonder if it's really common. I bet it is. It's 10% more likely. Is that to... what your wife was searching for? <laughs> she <It's>... left you. <laughs> the word Warren, gay... I'm going to ask you, are you gay? Just look at me. The word gay is 10% more likely to complete searches that begin, is my husband. Just tell me. The second place word is cheating. Open up. <laughs> And it's eight times more common than an alcoholic. Oh, no. And ten times more common than depressed. I shouldn't actually make fun of that because it would be very traumatic to find out that your partner is gay after you've had children and shared, uh, you know, a life yeah, with them. it would be a really awkward situation, yeah. but imagine the But you should have told me you were gay. <laughs> In the beginning. Tell me, Warren. <laughs> Just look at mine. <laughs> look at me. Anastasia and Warren. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.